Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening. Um, I guess it's not really like a workout Wednesday or woman's health Wednesday live. Um, it's just a live in general talking about health. Um, I guess this is going to be more mental health and things that I think women struggle with more. Um, I don't want to say more than men, but regardless of if you're a male or female, you're going to struggle with this. And that is body image versus self image. So I want to start off today's live by saying I am doing a dual cast. So that's what my mic is here. So this episode will be recorded and posted on Beyond the Bikini Radio. If you aren't able to listen to the live fully, um, but you're wanting to, you know, listen in on this topic and hear my thoughts. So first things first, who has struggled with body image before? I want you guys to start off by raising your hand, doing the little hand raising emoji if you've ever struggled with this before, because I know I have quite often. (laughs) So raise your hand, do the little raise your hand emoji if you've ever struggled with body image before. And that is just, you know, having something on your body that you are uncomfortable with or that you pick apart. I've struggled with this. So I remember the first time I struggled with my body image, I guess more intensely was around seventh grade. Uh, How old are you in seventh grade? Like 12, 13, super, super young. I remember struggling with how my legs looked. I wanted my legs to look super small. I wanted a thigh gap. I wanted to be super thin and I wanted to be tiny and petite and small as possible. And I felt like I looked a little bit bigger and I wasn't confident in that. And then the other thing I wasn't confident in was my chest because people made fun of me for it. Um, I got made fun of for my small boobs. So that was always fun, but you guys know that that one (laughs) changed. Anyway, we're off to a good start, right? 
No. Um, body image versus self-image. So body image is finding things on your body that you aren't happy with. So maybe you're like, oh, like I, I wish my hair was longer. Um, I wish that I had um, a flatter stomach. I wish I had more toned arms. I wish that I was a little bit taller, etc. Okay. Self-image is when you tie in your body image with yourself. So uh, this could look like, oh, I have such like a fat, like fat stomach, like I'm a piece of crap. Um, maybe people would like me better if I was thinner. Um, maybe I could get his attention if I had bigger boobs. Maybe you, you, you get where I'm going. Okay. It's all tied in with your worth and your value. That is what self-image is. And here's the thing. When you cross the two, you're crossing a dangerous territory where you're thinking if you lose this 20 pounds, that it will yield to happiness or yield to success or yield to um, someone else showing you love when that's not the truth. People love you for you. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but it's true. People don't love you because of your size zero genes. People don't love you because you weigh 120 pounds. People don't love you because of your big boobs and big booty. People don't love you because you have super clear glowing skin. People love you for you. However, we are all a little insecure. Let's be honest. We are, right? Because we wouldn't want to change our bodies unless we were a little insecure. I have no problem with you wanting to change your body, but as long as you're wanting to change it in a healthy direction and not setting unrealistic expectations for yourself. For example, I know that my arms will never look like some of my peers that I really look up to with super big muscularity and maturity. They're not going to look like that in like a year or two. You know why? It's my genetics. Um, I might have small shoulders, okay? They're not that big. Maybe you like my shoulders, thanks, if you do. Um, but they're strong. I mean, I can shoulder press 30, 40 pounds, but they're not super dense, muscular like some of my peers. Does that mean I'm not an athlete? Does that mean I'm not as good of a competitor? Does that mean my self-worth is less? No. Girls out there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out right now, right? because I have an augmentation. You want bigger boobs because you think that the sky will like you or that you'll like yourself better. No, do not get an augmentation if that's why you're doing it. I understand plastic surgery is a thin line to walk on, but you truly need to do something for yourself. And I appreciated my body at a smaller size, which I should just put a shirt on now because we're going to get a bunch of weirdos. I appreciated my body at a smaller size and I appreciate it at this size. And that's how you have to start any sort of fitness journey too, is you have to realize if you achieve some sort of thigh gap, that it's not going to yield to your happiness. You also have to recognize that if your thighs touch together while you walk, you're not a piece of shit. Okay. So how do we work on this? Um, self-image. First things first, your body is physical and you are internal and it's your soul. That's, that's who you are, right? 
because when I think of the people I love and care about, I'm not like, I'm going to like think of some friends. I don't think, oh, Sarah, the girl with the shredded abs. I love her. She's the best. No, I think Sarah, she's always there for me. She's always honest. She's always listening to me. She's respectful of me. I learned so much from her. She's so smart. That's, that's why I love her, you know? Or even like my boyfriend, of course, I'm attracted to him physically, but I'm not like, oh, like he's the best because of his big arms and he's got a nice butt too. No, I think of him and I think of, wow, he listens to me. Wow. He challenges me. Wow. He pushes me. Wow. He's always there for me. He makes me laugh. That's, that's why you love the people you love, right? You don't love them just because of their body. So first I want you to recognize the areas of your body you're wanting to change and how you think that affects your work. And then I want you to break up with those ideas. Do you really think that 20 pounds that you lose will make you happier? Because I've lost like 25 pounds in a competition prep. And I can tell you right now, I love myself equally. I do. I loved myself at like 140 something pounds. And I love myself now at like 119 pounds. Like I do. So self-worth, what is your value? What makes you a good human? Think about it. What makes you a good human? Are you are you a shitty human? Do you bring people down? Because odds are, if you bring yourself down constantly and call yourself a piece of crap and worthless and that nobody will love you, here's the thing. You are going to project that energy off to other people. And I truly believe, I know this sounds hippy-dippy, but I truly believe your body hears what you say outside and also how you perceive yourself in the mirror. So if you look at yourself and you're wanting to constantly change yourself and you're hating on yourself, it your body hears that. I swear to God it does. And a lot of times I tell my clients is, you know, we're going to we're going to take a break from the scale because you're tying in your success with numerical numbers. Um, from a device that sits on your back and floor that was probably 20 bucks from Walmart. And we're going to take a break from the scale. And I want you to just focus on how you feel. Focus on how you feel. And you know what's crazy is when we remove that scale, when we remove that pressure and anxiety around this number that they've tied into their heads with their, their self-worth, they make progress. I mean, they make that numerical progress, but it's because they had to take a step away from it and realize, you know, what would happen if I just put in the work and invest in developing new habits? What would happen if I did that versus constantly stressing out about numbers? The thing is, is you make progress. So I'm here to tell you that, yes, I've struggled with body image. I've called myself the nastiest of names. It really does upset me with how often I've called myself worthless or nobody's going to love you. Um, I used to think like my senior year of high school that if I wore a double zero that I would be like the most popular girl ever. <sighs> no. No, it's not true. And 
what made me appreciate my body more is thinking about everything it does for me. It allows for me to walk and cuddle my dog. It allows for me to exercise, which I do love exercising. Um, and that's the other thing too. If you are using the gym strictly just to lose weight and change your body and you hate yourself through the process and you hate everything you're doing, first things first, you know, maybe the gym's not for you. Maybe you maybe you should try another fit activity like hiking or biking or fucking going to a boxing place and punching some bags because you sound pretty angry. Like find something that will get you active and moving your body because once you start that momentum, it's very addictive. But go to the gym because you love it. And when I started going to the gym and realizing that I can get stronger and that, you know, I don't know what it is about muscle, but it builds confidence in you because I was never strong as an athlete and it built so much confidence in me, but, but it took time and it, it wasn't easy. And I had to, I had to let go of who I was to become someone new. And if you're struggling again, with the self-hate, the negative voices, the you're never going to accomplish this, you're not worthy, blah, blah, blah. Your body hears it, your mind hears it, and you're going to start to believe it. So I want everyone to tell me what is your self-worth, what is your self-image, who are you, what makes you a good human. Everybody on this live right now, I'm talking to you. I'm not just talking to my computer or my microphone. I'm talking to you. What makes you valuable? What makes you a good person? And for the love of God, do not say it's your abs. <laughs> because I'm not entertained by that at all whatsoever. I think for myself... I want you guys to talk about yourself. For myself, what makes me a good human is I listen and I truly want nothing but happiness and success for everyone. I do. And I want everybody to see their potential and to realize that what's holding them back in their life is their perception of themselves. And so many of us have such a fucked up perception of ourselves. We don't think we're worth it. We don't. We don't think we're worth success or worth that promotion or worth that respectable, loving partner. You know, we don't think we're worth it. And I want everybody to see like their potential and realize you're worth being happy and having respect and love, and you're worth all of it. Um, I'm going to read some of your guys's. I'm going to get, like, emotional. Uh, Mike said, being a good father to my kids. Yes, that is such a valuable thing. And the thing is, is with children, they're watching you, and they're watching every step that you're making and every comment that you make to yourself and to the ones around you. So being a good father is such a big um, role to have. and that's awesome. I'm not a parent myself. I'm just a dog mom. <laughs> One day I'll have kids like 10 years from now. Carla said, I'm a good friend and always reliable. 
Yes, Carla, you are. And you also are a very reliable, awesome client as well. Um, what's up, Leanna? Hey, Jessica. Oh, yes, we got more parents in here. Yes, being a parent is such a big thing. Um, you know, that that's you have so much value in the world because you've brought another human into this world and now you get to teach them lessons and help them become their best. Let's see. Tiggy said that I am a great listener and I will always be there for someone in their time of need. Yes, it's so important to be there for people um, and to guide them the best way possible. I will say, though, with that, Tiggy, be careful because being a people pleaser can be exhausting. So it's good to be a listener. But if you find that the people who are constantly coming to you are just draining your energy and bringing you down, be careful with that one because I've been there too. I've been the listener where I feel like I didn't surround myself with anyone that built me up and like empowered me. And, and that, that even goes with like social media. If you're following a bunch of people that aren't pumping you up and bringing you energy and empowerment and like excitement in your life, then number one, you should unfollow them. But number two, you know, just make sure you're looking through the people you surround yourself with and who is serving you and who is toxic to you. I, I feel like my move from Ohio to Florida was so liberating for myself because I have started to surround myself with a lot of like-minded people in my industry. And I have been so inspired, not only by the people, but the environment too, just seeing the sunshine, seeing the bright blue sky, seeing the beautiful sunsets, uh, palm trees, all of that. It just brings me so much energy and light. And it was the best thing I've ever done in my, my, this, I, what am I saying? I'm like not making any sense in my entire life. That was the best move. I need an of coffee and it's like 6.30. So I'm going to end the live here. Again, body image. Your physical body only goes so far. And your self-image, how you see yourself, I really want you to be more aware of how you tie those two together. The next time you look in the mirror and you want to pinch your skin or pinch something you don't like or zoom in super close in the mirror to look at a zit or something that you think makes you a piece of crap, just so you know, I get zits too. I have cellulite too. I have stretch marks too, but it is who I am. I'm a person. I've gone through life and I've grown. And that's my physical body. But those things don't change me as a person. And at the end of the day, I can go to bed knowing that I am a good human. <laughs> I'm a good human and you're a good human too. At least I hope you are. <laughs> you're not like breaking any laws or like being mean to people. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if you miss this episode or this live, <laughs> mixing up the two now because I have my mic right there. If you miss this live, you're not able to listen to it. Go check out Beyond the Bikini Radio. I have about, I think this will be the 40th episode on my podcast. There's a lot of great content on there. Go check that out. If you are needing more help when it comes to your training and nutrition, make sure you check out the link in my Instagram bio to apply for coaching. And I hope you all took something away from this. If you did, make sure you share this live too on Instagram. I can guarantee you a lot of your friends and family are also struggling with their body image and self-image. And you're not alone in this process. Bye, everyone. Have you ever wanted to jumpstart your fitness goals, but you have no idea where to start? 
That's why I developed the Get Fit in Six Challenge. I started this challenge in 2019, ran a spring challenge as well, and it has been thriving and just like my clients who participate. What's the Get Fit in Six? It's a challenge where you are provided with customized macros, cardio recommendations, you get group support in a private Facebook community, a workout split that will keep you progressing and in the gym five times a week, and also a private check-in with me at week three with progressions to your plan. I developed the Get Fit in Six because I understand that not everybody has the availability to check in weekly or even the finances to do so. So let me ask you, are you ready to get fit? And if you are, check out the description.